Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. We have Kumar with Dwellfy with us here tonight, and and I just want to point everybody because we're going to get a little nerdy here tonight. Head over to dwell.fi, that's F-I, and you don't use the .com, it's dwell.fi, and see what uh, Kumar and his team are doing because we're going to be talking a little bit about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, and I know all of that is is verbiage that we're probably not familiar with, but I want you to hang on here because Kumar is going to explain it all. It's going to make perfect sense. <laughs> right, Kumar? Yeah, thank you for <laughs> doing me uh, a big question. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. So I, let's, let's start things off, Kumar. You probably have done this a million times, but I'm going to ask you to do it one more time. Take a moment in like four minutes, explain to everybody the, the concept of what you're trying to do here. All right. Thank you. So let me try to be as simple as I can and uh, feel free to ask any question in between representing the, <laughs> the sure. audience. <laughs> so, so what we're doing uh, right now at, at Dwellfy is, uh, I would say probably it's nothing new uh, than the regular real estate people do. It's called syndication. So as a syndication, you go and basically create a syndicate, buy a property, and once you buy a property, you all as syndicate member are part of the property. And then you have rental income coming if you have investment property, so you basically get the rental income. And then eventually when the entire syndicate decide to refi or sell it, you sell this. That's that's the, the typical way to do it. Now what we saw uh, uh, opportunity or I would say problem in this thing is once you get into syndicate, there are a couple of things. The one of the biggest problem in the syndicate is liquidation. So now there are five partners, limited partner in a syndicate, and now one partner wants to exit. It, it's kind of tough. You have to go through the paperwork, legal work, all these things. And then second, you have to find someone. There's a liquidity discount. And so that is the problem. And you cannot scale in this model. You, If, for say, I want to be a part of a syndicate, I have $100,000 to disposable to put in. It's very hard to like, either I have to go and find those people who have this portfolio or or I myself go and create this portfolio. So, so those are the problems which we saw. So now let's say take the same approach and solve this with the help of blockchain. So now, of course, when I say blockchain, people will like, let's, uh, it's just a little confusing, but for a moment, forget about blockchain. Just think about this, that now you are in a syndication, same syndication, you can buy in with a group of people. And then whenever you want to exit, you can just exit and exit in a sense like you can sell it, your membership interest to someone else. And they don't have to worry about, okay, I have to go and update the title. I have to go and update the deed. I have to uh, basically go and set up my bank account so that I can get the rental income. All these things you, you don't have to worry about. So you sell it and you're done. So, and then you want to go into another property, which is on our platform similar. So you go and just say, okay, I see this property, I'm interested. Someone is selling it. I go and click buy that. Now I'm in, in, in that property and, and I'm getting it. So all these things happen under the line blockchain. So what blockchain does, it, it basically do a couple of things. 
first of all, it allow you to have a proof of ownership. So everyone knows who owns what and it's on the block. So nobody has to like argue on this. And so, so anyone can go and see on the blockchain that who owns what property. Then when you do that, the second part of that is transactions. Now it's a much smoother transactions. You can do much faster. You don't have to worry about, and I can go into detail how, why you don't have to update in a title indeed, but you can do multiple of transactions. So you can go in and out. Apart from that, now uh, what else benefit of blockchain is that once you get into this on our platform in this structure, you own that asset. So you, that like if you have a 10% stake, your 10% stake is your equity on that property. So it is a hard asset back NFTs. We use NFT and I'll go into that later on. But now you can take this and then plug into DeFi world, which is decentralized finance. And uh, you can get a lot of benefit of that DeFi world. But again, it, it'll be more technical. So uh, I will go into that detail later. But let's say example will be you have a 10% interest in a in in an LLC. Benefit of doing DeFi is you can take that 10% and you can collateralize and take a loan on that. You can do a HELOC on that on your membership interest. You cannot do in a normal LLC structure. Apart from that, the other benefit of DeFi is there's a lot of different ways where you can actually stake it and then earn interest on that equity. So barely just having that equity, ownership of that equity can also give you interest. So these are the benefit of DeFi which you can plug into and start getting benefit of that. So, so that's that's what it is uh, on a high level, how it all works, but we can start deep diving into that. Sure. So, well, let's just start things off with, with the concept here. Now you're, you're essentially kind of modernizing uh, the, the syndication kind of concept. Do you have to follow the syndication rules because you're on the, on a blockchain? Do you have to work with only uh, s- certain investors, for example? because of because of the syndication uh, good good question so the way we have structured it uh, at this time it's a non-accredited offering so basically non-security offering so it's not that it's only for accredited investor as a non-accredited investor you can do that too but still as a syndicate you have to work with the county you have to be responsible for your taxes and all these things so you have to go through kyc kyc is know your customer so if if you want to do any kind of uh, uh, purchase in the blockchain world. So you have to go through KYC. And then the, another thing is AML, uh, which is basically called uh, anti-money laundering. So so that we are like, you're not <laughs> uh, basically laundering the money. So those right. are the two things you have to do. But apart from that, yes, uh, it's uh, open to everyone. Anyone can come and participate in this. Okay. So you don't really have SEC guidelines and requirements to adhere to there is sec guideline and requirement we are working with that guideline so based on that guideline the way we have structured it this is a non-security offering so people will not you don't need an accredited investor right now for this thing the way we have structured it so but that's the reason why we are going with a specific type of properties right now we are not going with a commercial property once we get into the commercial property then for that time we will do the sec regulation license like FINRA licenses and all, and then we will enable that. So right now we're not doing, we're taking step by step. Sure, sure. So the initial offerings that your properties you're trying to acquire, are they single family homes? Are they 
short term I, I see a nod rental. so i'm going to go th- stop there single family homes is what you're focused on right now yeah single family homes short term rentals and uh, medium term long term rental okay that that makes sense so with all of that so just so that i i know that i'm following along you you essentially are setting up a a platform if if for lack of a better term if if yeah. some people you mentioned earlier before we hit the record button you you compared it to something similar to like Coinbase. You can go on there and buy Bitcoin and a variety of, of okay. cryptocurrencies, for example. You're selling NFTs associated with that property that people could buy and trade and sell in in an environment, if you yep. will. This this NFT gets a blockchain, which is a unique number identifier that's that's then written to a ledger so that it's it's identified and you people can tr- see the the transactions. So there's something, there's that going on. Are you essentially building then a platform where that type of transaction can occur, where people can buy and sell their interests, if you will, in, in those, yeah, in those investments? Is that it? Yeah. So very good. Actually, let me explain again, that same thing that you said. So the way we are building is exactly like a Coinbase. So it's a, as a, for a user, user don't have to worry about, okay, I need a wallet, I need this and that. For user, it's a frictionless experience. You come in, connect your bank account, and you can purchase one piece of a property fraction. Those property will be an NFT. You will hold it. Now, if you want to sell that NFT, you can do the same thing on our platform. You say, okay, this I'm selling my interest in this property, which is an NFT. Someone else will come and buy it. So you can set up your floor price. This is my price. If someone wants to buy at that price, they can buy it. Or someone, more people are coming, so there'll be a bid. You can go for a higher price too. But that's simple it is. So, And then for more advanced users, so if you are like more advanced users, so you can actually have a wallet, so you can connect a wallet, and then you can buy it through your stable coins, and then you can purchase those through your cryptocurrencies, basically. But if you're not an advanced user, you uh, just getting into the Web3 world, so it's very simple. You connect your bank account, buy it, and you hold it. And when you want to sell it, you sell it. Okay. So with all of that being said, so you're you're taking U.S. dollars, converting it to this to an NFT. You're buying an NFT just like you would buy a piece of stock, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do the proceeds or, you know, you were talking about any kind of income generated from these properties, how does that come back? to the individual then is it come back to them through a cryptocurrency us dollars how does that how does that piece work so it depends like how uh, people wants to receive that in us dollar or crypto usdc so the way it works is so all these properties goes into a dao so let me explain what is a dao dao is like a it's called decentralized autonomous organization but it basically is kind of a company llc literally it's an it's kind of an llc so sure. So that DAO has a treasury. Treasury is like the the bank account for the DAO. So what happens is when the rental income coming to a DAO, basically that money goes into this treasury. And from there, it is distributed to each member. So each member have a wallet. And we do all these in the back end. So we have a custodian wallet which set up for all these. So all the money will go into those individuals' wallet depending on their interest, uh, membership interest, how much they own. And everything runs through a smart contract. So it's basically, it's open. So you can see what is the transaction happening. And then once you hit, it goes into a wallet. But now if you say, hey, I I want to get into a USD. So it will be, 
um, then it will be transferred into your uh, US bank account. But all these process, we do it. So it's it's going through your uh, the payment rails. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's 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 talk a little bit about um. It, bef- and but before we do, I wanted to remind everybody. I, I understand this is getting. It sounds a little complicated. So head over to the website again, dwell.fi. So it kind of clarifies a few things for you. Um. So Kumar, you know, a lot of people when they hear NFT, uh, I think if I think I'm safe to say, if if people are aware of NFTs, they they think of the apes that are being bought and sold that are these these images right now. Is is that what they should have expect? I know this is a pretty simplified question, but when you say NFT, what what do that what does that mean? Is it a certificate? Is it a what do they what do they get in return? I think that's what people are going to to think of when when there's an NFT involved. That's an it's an image or, or something, but it could be as simple as just the ledger number. I mean, it could yeah. be anything. It could be a pixel. For- yeah, no, uh, thank you for asking this question. It's actually pretty obvious. People ask when they say NFTs, ape, and all. So it is actually in a very simple way. It's basically a unique number, of course, because which is on the ledger, which is, uh, is a, uh, representing your ownership in that property. But the way it, it is basically a piece of art, for when we do it so when you get uh, so each property has a unique art we give and then you fractionalize so when you receive it you will it will be a piece of art so you can actually look into your wallet you say hey this is my property art looks like and but basically that is representing your ownership interest in that property so another question people uh, generally people ask us like okay it's this nft what happens if someone steal my like i i'll lose my nfts Will I lose my house or will I lose my equity? So in our case, uh, the answer is no, you will not. The reason why, because the way we have done it is, is there's two proof of your uh, ownership. One is on the off the chain, means which is on the DAO, which physically, and then the second is on the chain, which is through NFT. So let's say you lose your NFT or someone steal from your wallet or whatever, like couldn't happen in a lot of things. <laughs> Then what will happen in that scenario, you will come to our platform and you say, because we've done the KYC, so we'll ask you to prove yourself. Once you prove yourself, what we do is we issue you a new NFT and we burn that old NFT. So that way you're safe. Your asset will always be safe. Like you will not lose your physical asset. And the only thing you lost is your uh, NFT, which was stolen. Sure. Okay. So let's talk about the physical property then. Are, are there places where you're you're focused on? Like what part of the country are you buying the yeah, real so estate? We're, so we're looking into, uh, uh, right now we are uh, we moved our first property in D.C. area, or Washington, D.C. Then we are looking into uh, multiple other places like Arizona, uh, Florida, mostly in the Sun Belt area. That's where we will start looking into. But right now we're just doing the first POC, which is in D.C. area. Once that POC is done, we are working with like uh, four partners right now. So depending on this, uh, where they want to deploy the capital and want to get into uh, market, so we'll get into that market. So right now, that's that's our focus. Is okay. So um, when you acquire the property, then what is your what is your plan? Like, do you do you have a team that understands real estate in the fact that? what needs to be done in order to convert it to be the rental property and getting the repairs done and the any kind of modifications 
I would have to think that that acquisition amount that you're talking about that you're accumulating with with your initial investors are going to have some of that capital ready for you so that the renovations and stuff can occur. Yeah. So so let me clear on this thing. So right. So Dwellfy is we we are a software company. What we are doing is we don't uh, like do the the property when we work with partners. So as a partner, let's say you you are a partner, you will come, you will create a syndicate, you'll have your properties. We will help you to facilitate all these paper, uh, like the entire transactions, which I explained, and the other benefit of uh, DeFi, all these things which we do. So you are just, uh, I would, if I have to explain it a much simpler way, kind of the analogy would be, we are kind of a Shopify for real estate. So anyone sure. can come and then start their syndication. They can start their own uh, portfolio company and buy more properties, keep increasing their portfolio. And we take care of all these. So you, as a real estate investor or real estate fund, you focus on your own business that you know what is your core strength is. And we come as the company which can support and help you scale it at a faster pace. Now now I'm following you. It's, it's almost... I almost want to say, uh, you say Shopify, but it's almost like a Kickstarter where somebody's yeah. starting a project and they can put it on your platform and saying, okay, here's the property, here are the details, here are the numbers. If you want to be involved, yeah. you can buy buy and sell your NFTs. So you're you're generating the platform in which to create the transaction. Yes, we are just making so. it simpler for people to participate and then and add liquidity because all these people who are doing it, basically we are creating a secondary market so all anyone can come and buy and sell and trade. So you don't have that issue. Okay. So let's say uh, let's say I I found a property and I'm going to put my property up there to do this to do the N- NFTs. I, I I I'm guessing I have to provide like a background on the property and what I plan to do. Yeah. So you, basically, you will come. So we'll set up a web. Uh, we already have a website. So so basically, so for example, if you go to right now surfturf dot xyz. You will see it and then there is an example property listing so you will see how it will look like so basically you will give a property you can click and see the property then you see on the right hand side like okay what are the fractions you can buy of that property and what is the percentage you will get and detail about the property and then for example if you you are planning to do something you can explain what you're trying to do and all the data we can pull about that property the historic data from lms and all these Sure. From the API okay. and display that. So surfturf.xyz is an example. Yeah. And of you, what you're in, talking about. And in that one, there's sure. an example listed. Yeah, this, this looks a lot like, yeah, I can kind of see this now here. So you have 0.3% equity, the cost associated with it, kind of a summary, how to buy governance. Okay. Yeah. Do you see the light bulbs going off, Kumar? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting it. So, um, so what happens here now? Like, so let's say, for example, I would guess just like a Kickstarter, if you will, if it doesn't get fully funded, it just kind of collapses. And what the the, the so as a sponsor, you you are buying the property, so you will say, okay, either you you leverage bank and you can buy the property, or and then you can still sell it, and then you can pay all the mortgage. So it's up to you as a sponsor how you want to uh, take deal that one. Oh, okay. So, so as the as the fella bringing bringing the property, I I 
have the option of like making up the difference or something. So if the, because what I'm saying is, is that if, if the numbers don't jive, I'm not going to invest in this. And then, you know, if, if it's not fully funded, then the property may not get purchased. Yeah. So that's the reason why you will, as a sponsor, you will always do your due diligence. You come with the, the right property and you come with like, okay, how much you want to raise, how much you gonna, uh, you are putting in that property. And then you close that property. And once it's closed, you basically, every member on the property have uh, their ownership in this property. And if they want to exit, they can do that. Basically sell to someone else, that price or higher price. But that, that's what it is. Sure. So let's say I did buy this and now I want to sell my my piece of it. So are you going to have, so I have, I have an NFT. I could basically create a web web page on your site as well. Like no, similar that, to this, just saying here, these are my holdings. I'm, I'm looking to sell them off. Yeah. So it, so there'll be a marketplace where it will be displayed all the listings. So you have like 10%, you are selling someone else selling 5%. So all these things will be available and anyone can go and buy. So when they go to buy, they basically land on the same page. They'll see all the, how much this property is generating, what is the, yield and everything and then you can buy and sell okay yeah that that makes sense so if you want to take a look at to see what we're talking about again this is surf turf.xyz uh, if you go slash example it kind of takes you right there too they got baltic castle yes as an example here a little extravagant kumar <laughs> but uh yeah this is this is really interesting so how many people do you I know you said you're working on a POC right now, which is proof of concept for those who might not understand what POC is. So you're pretty early in early stages here yeah. yet. Let's, let's be frank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your plan? How is, how is Dwellfi going to be making money at this? Yeah. So our two ways we make money. So when people transact uh, on the platform in the secondary market there, there we take the uh, basically a commission. And then when you, you bring your property and then when you sell the properties, people will, of course, buy. That is another transaction. So that's where we make money. And then do you, do you charge for any kind of management of the? Yeah. The yeah. So, so there is an operation fees, uh, which basically we take it from your rental income. So it's a percentage of the rental income. So we don't charge you. It's coming from that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So how many people do you have involved in this right now? By the looks of this page, you got, it's quite a <laughs> sizable organization already. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, people involved uh, who are seriously looking into the working with us because, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting concept. We started and then uh, it's like a DAO. We started it and then a lot and a lot of people joined the DAO <laughs> uh, because it's interesting and they all want to contribute. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, I, I think this is, like I said, you're you're onto something here. This, has been, this is kind of an interesting concept you got going on. Um, with all of that being said, you know, I, I, I think we, I, we did our best here today to try to simplify things as best we could uh, regarding this. We were joking a little bit because let's face it, people, you know, when it comes to real estate investors and realtors and everything, we're kind of behind when it comes to any kind of technology. So uh, with that, I would really encourage you to just go to the website, dig into this and try to get a better understanding. So dwell.fi. But in the last few minutes, uh, Kumar, is there a question or a concept that you think we should have tried to tackle here today? Yeah, the I would say one thing uh, is about this, the whole real estate market, if you think about, um, and you're coming from the real estate, you understand it way better than me, is um, 
there's two things in the real estate. One is it moves very slow. And the second thing is uh, there is, uh, I would say, liquidity lock, huge. So if you just compare, do a, a simple math, and you see the size of the real estate market is just in US is, I think, $59 trillion. And now compare it to uh, crypto. Uh, crypto is close to $2 trillion right now. But now if you think about the trading, so crypto trading is $20 billion a daily, I guess, if I'm not wrong. That's that's what it is. And compared to that, in um, this this one in real estate is way, way less. So I don't exactly recall the number, but I know by percentage is 400x lower. So the, the problem is, so when we started looking into this, yes, there is a, uh, like, why you buy real estate because you buy and hold it. That's fact. Mm-hmm. No one asked that question. Definitely you do that. But there is another thing is when you buy and hold, the reason why you don't um, do these transactions because it's very hard and it involves, it moves slow and involves a lot of things. The moment you reduce that fraction, like a friction, sorry, for doing these transactions, then you will start seeing movement in this real estate market and people will be more interested in buying and selling and doing these transactions. And then I'm not saying that you uh, compare it with the crypto because it's a completely different asset and this is a different asset. But still, if you just 40 trillion, 49, $59 trillion market and if you try to improve a, by even a sing, like a decimal factor, you are looking into billions and billions of dollars of transactions. Mm-hmm. So, so, th- so if you look from that angle, then uh, you can see how massive this market and how massive this uh, problem statement is like when you try to solve it. Right. So, so you, you, you do put, bring something there is, is, is the concept of the liquidity and being able to transact. I mean, uh, you, we talked early on when it comes to real estate investing, it, it is, it is a great vehicle in order to accumulate wealth and, and to um, find some way to, to achieve financial freedom through, through rents and, and a few other aspects but you do bring up a great point. It takes, let's say, you do need to liquefy. Need you need to lick, need the liqui- liquidity. I'm going to have to edit that piece out. The liquidity, but um, it takes. Let's say you put the property on the market. It, that takes, you know, it can take how many days, and then it typically takes upwards of 30 days just to get through the title and and everything associated with it. Next thing you know, you're 60, 90 days out. From where you started, it takes that process is very long in order to tap into any kind of equity that might be locked in that property. What yeah. you're really doing here with Dwellfi is unlocking that and making it transactional. Um, so it, it is really interesting how you're you're doing this, and like you said, you know, being able to step past the title stuff that 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 would be. That would be huge. I can see how, what you're what you're aiming for. And and one more thing I would like to add in this one. So when when you see liquidity, we talk about liquidity. We see liquidity in a two forms. One is of course buy and sell the transaction wise, and the second thing is you have an equity. You're holding an equity, and that money is today is locked. But that can also be leveraged, like people do. You you can collateralize and take leverage. But generally, when you are in the syndication, it's it's literally locked. So as one 
membership interest, I cannot use that my liquidity and do anything with that. So I have a 10% stake, that 10% stake is locked. But in the way we are doing, now your 10% stake is not locked, that is liquid. Either you can sell it or you can collateralize it and then take a HELOC. So mm-hmm. those are the two ways we see the liquidity getting into the market. So it's not just the transactions, but also through that. That opens another whole world of finance where people can come and then basically serve this market for liquidity. Sure. No, this 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 is really interesting, Kumar. You can probably tell we could probably keep going down a rabbit hole here because I, I foresee this being, you know, a lot of real estate investors were in real estate because uh, the stock, stock market isn't something that we can touch, feel, we can actually visualize the upside. With real estate, we can. Like, you know, a, a great example is fixing flipping a house. I buy it at a discount. It's in terrible condition. I put in the resources and time into it. I turn it around and make it twice as valuable as when I started. That is something that, based on the information that one of your listings could provide, people, real estate investors could actually see the upside on some of these properties and some of these projects. So um, really in- interesting uh, concept, Kumar. I, I appreciate it. Um, maybe once you're launched, we you can come back and we can talk, touch base, see how things are going, how things are progressing. And, and again, head over to dwell.fi and uh, check out the platform. I really appreciate it, Kumar. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I hope this was helpful. <laughs> yeah, this was great. All right. Thank you. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing, if so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.